This podcast episode is made possible in part by a grant from Lilly. Welcome to the BreastCancer.org podcast, the podcast that brings you the latest information on breast cancer research, treatments, side effects, and survivorship issues through expert interviews, as well as personal stories from people affected by breast cancer. Here's your host, BreastCancer.org Senior Editor, Jamie DiPolo. Hello, I'm Jamie DiPolo, Senior Editor at BreastCancer.org. I'm podcasting live from the 2023 San Antonio Breast Cancer Symposium. My guest is Dr. Seema Khan, Professor of Surgery and the Bloom Family Professor of Cancer Research at the Feinberg School of Medicine and Lurie Comprehensive Cancer Center at Northwestern University. At this conference, she presented results from the E4122 study, which looked at whether skipping radiation after lumpectomy to remove low-risk DCIS affected outcomes. She's going to discuss the findings with us. Dr. Khan, welcome to the podcast. Thank you very much. I'm happy to be here. So first, for this study, how did you decide if the DCIS was low risk or not? We used a molecular assay called DCIS score. It's based on the measurement of gene expression of 12 different genes, a score that was developed based on what, what your audience may know about, the oncotype DX which is used for women with invasive cancer to make decisions about chemotherapy use or not. So the DCIS score is derived from the same group of genes, but this one has 12 genes rather than 21. And prior studies have shown that the DCIS score uh, is able to categorize women with DCIS at being low, at low intermediate or high risk of recurrence within the breast. The prior studies have all been retrospective, but they have been pretty consistent in showing that the DCIS score does predict risk of recurrence. Uh, So we performed the first prospective study to use DCIS score to advise women about whether or not radiation would be beneficial for them. Um, And that assessment of benefit is, is basically... Uh, it, so it was a single-arm study, Study, I think that's important to note. And the assessment of risk was simply based on whether the uh, recurrences that happened on the trial matched expectations based on the DCIS score. So the expectations were that women with a low DCIS score would have a low risk of recurrence. Uh, For women with a high or intermediate DCIS score, the expectation was that they would have a high risk of recurrence, and that is why they were advised to receive radiation. By and large, most women followed the advice they were given, and what we observed in the high DCIS score group was that with the use of radiation, their risk was decreased by a lot. It was decreased from the expected 10 or 12%, at five years to 5% at five years. So that group of women who had intermediate or high DCIS scores, they experienced a risk that was far lower than predicted with the use of radiotherapy. And the group who had low DCIS scores and were advised to avoid radiation, they had low uh, rates of recurrence even without the use of radiation. So the use of the score allowed us to advise women 
uh, about their treatment strategy and the advice seems to have worked out as expected. Great. I have a couple questions about whether hormonal therapy or anti-estrogen therapy was used because my understanding is that most DCIS is hormone receptor positive. So did you look at that or did that play a role at all in this study? So about 80% um, of the DCIS lesions uh, were estrogen receptor positive, and those women were advised to use anti-estrogen treatment. In general, in premenopausal women, this is tamoxifen, and in postmenopausal women, uh, it's an aromatase inhibitor. And of the women in the trial, about 60%, you, about 67% actually across the whole trial, uh, did use an anti-estrogen. Uh, when we looked at the combined use of anti-estrogen with radiation, we found that the women who avoided radiation because they had a low uh, DCIS score in the DCIS lesion, they were more likely to accept the anti-estrogen use. And so 80% of them uh, used uh, an anti-estrogen in the absence of radiotherapy. So women who didn't have radio radiotherapy were more likely to accept the anti-estrogen. Women who did receive radiotherapy were less likely to accept the anti-estrogen, even if their DCIS was hormone receptor positive. So uh, their acceptance rate uh, was about 60%. 20% difference then in women who received radiation and accepted anti-estrogens and women uh, sorry, women who didn't receive radiation and accepted anti-estrogens, 80%, and women who received radiotherapy and didn't use anti-estrogens, uh, that was 40%. So there was a difference according to radiotherapy use. And did any of the women with a low-risk score who didn't receive radiation, had hormone receptor positive disease, choose not to take anti-estrogen therapy. I'm just wondering if that figured into the results at all. No, we don't have enough events in the study. So the women, there were only eight women who received, who experienced a recurrence in the breast. It was a small study. It was a single arm study. It was a small study. These are some of the limitations. And so there were only eight women who experienced a recurrence. And with that small number, we can't really look into how that we can't slice and dice that number any smaller in order to look for the, these sorts of effects. Okay, so it sounds like this study offers promising evidence that the oncotype DCIS score can be used to help make radiation decisions. Am I interpreting that correctly? Like, could you put the results in context for us, please? Right, so for women who have a low DCIS score, Particularly if they're over 50, that's the other limitation because there were only 33 women in the study who were under 50 years of age. So women who are over 50 and have a low DCIS score can consider omission, avoidance of radiation treatment, and expect that they will have a low risk of DCIS recurrence, at least at the five-year time point. Now, the, the five-year time point is probably insufficient uh, for a full evaluation of this strategy, and we are planning 10-year results as well. At the moment, at, based on the five-year results, it seems like a reasonable thing to do, and it is reassuring for women with low DCIS score 
to avoid radiation based on that score result. Dr. Kant, thank you so much. You are very welcome. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the BreastCancer.org podcast. Please subscribe on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. To share your thoughts about this or any episode, email us at podcast at breastcancer.org or leave feedback on the podcast episode landing page on our website. And remember, you can find a lot more information about breast cancer at breastcancer.org. And you can connect with thousands of people affected by breast cancer by joining our online community.